Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Come through, queen. I wanna see ya come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come, come through, through Queen. This is episode 53. Fix your toilet in your townhouse and wander around. This week on Come Through Queen, we've got a lot to talk about. Vicky and Kelly have gone wild, Bryn Hoppy is a psychic, and the mainstream media is starting to notice Little Mix. We've also got some Ladies of London non-news, and we may soon be hamming it up with the Hamlins. We're also checking with all of our shows from Drag Race to Southern Charm and the Housewives of Atlanta, Potomac, Beverly Hills, and New York. And as always, we'll have our Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Hi, Dan. Hi, Brendan. How was Mexico? Have we seen... Was that where you were last yeah. week? Yeah. <laughs> we just blend together. I was, I was in Tulum, which is in Mexico, um, <laughs> which is why like our recording was a little funny last week. We had you and Church recording live from Church's apartment. She's scary. Yeah. Um, but the trip was great. Love Tulum. Can't wait to go back. Is that where the Housewives in New York are going this season? I don't think so, but I, someone on Twitter mentioned... I think it might have been the Toronto Housewives have been to Tulum, but I'm not an International Housewives scholar. Yet. I did read some very um, promising news about Sydney. Oh. (laughs) One of the Housewives is allegedly cyber-bullying one of the other Housewives' 13-year-old son. Ooh. So that might be enough to get me into Sydney. Okay. Uh, What's going on with you? How was your weekend? It was fine. It was fine. You were out on the pier... Weather's beautiful in New York. Yeah, being scary with a couple of our friends. Mm-hmm. We won't go too deep into that. Yeah. Uh, so. Speaking of being scary. Yeah, Vicky and Kelly <laughs> had a few drinks. So TMZ caught up with Vicky, who went on a rant about her ex-employee. This, if you don't remember, one of her employees like stole from her or something. Yeah, and embezzled we were, some money. We were joking about how it was her son Michael. Yeah. Um. 
She said, they're going to be in jail. I'm going to prosecute them. We're in the process of it, but they will be in jail. You bet it, baby. You don't steal from me. <laughs> which, is, which sounds straight from her mouth. Yeah. Um, and she said that she's always had a great screening process, but this guy kind of went through the cracks. I'm going to have the last word. He'll be in jail. And then here's when Kelly Dodd went off the deep end. Yes. She said, and this is a quote... She's not going to hire any Mexicans, unquote. And then Vicky jumped in again saying, quote, I love Mexicans. I love Spanish. I love them all. It doesn't matter. You don't steal from me. You don't steal from me. And then Kelly tried to get her senses about herself and said, don't answer any questions from them. They asked me if I liked black guys and now I'm a racist. She said, quote, because I'm not. And then it just went back and back and forth. Um, well, another, like a friend who was not on the show defended Kelly by saying she's not racist because she's Mexican. And then... A cameraman asked her if she's ever dated a black guy and she... And Vicky covered her mouth. And Kelly couldn't help herself and shot back, quote, I've never dated a Chinese guy. Does that make me racist? And this is interesting because like she kind of had the same exact running with TMZ last year before the show premiered. Right. And there was that whole video of Heather Dubrow responding to it, but like yeah. the cast hadn't been announced. So like Heather couldn't like mm-hmm. actually say that this person was on the show. Anyways, Kelly Dodd continues to be racist. Yeah. But and it looks like she's coming back next year. Yeah, she'll get her orange back despite all this. Um, I wonder how far we're off. Probably. When does OC premiere? Like in summertime? Summer? I mean, we're also waiting for Dallas, but I don't think that's put on the priority yeah. list. So. <laughs> I don't think Dallas is, like, making uh, scheduling decisions for Bravo. Well, I mean, like, it's probably for the best because we have so much to watch right now. Yeah, but it's slowly wrapping up, which is nice. Slowly. Slowly. We still have two more reunions for Atlanta to yeah, go. Yeah, but that's a pleasure. Um, so let's move on to some Jason Hoppy news. What's, okay. ho- what's happening happening with the hoppies? So, I mean, the only, the big news item here is that, sorry, I lost my place, mm-hmm. um, is that uh, the stalking case will proceed to trial this summer. Um, Bethany Frankel's ex-husband faced a judge in charges he repeatedly harassed and tormented uh, Bethany via email, calls, and even face-to-face confrontations. We heard about this. We reported on this. Yes. Um... He rejected a pee deal. A plea uh, deal. A pee. <laughs> <laughs> he rejected a little pee deal. Aww. Um, uh, and will return to court for a trial on June 27th. So uh, let me put my lawyer hat on and explain this for okay. you guys. So just because like they say there's a trial date for June 27th, that doesn't necessarily mean a trial is happening on June 27th. Like all the, the court dates are called trial dates for the most part. Mm-hmm. And then just can keep getting adjourned multiple times. Okay. So like he could still decide to plea later down the road. Good to know. Um, so we'll be looking forward to that, but unrelated in other hoppy news, Bethany today <laughs> tweeted tomorrow is national take your kid to work day. Bryn asked, will I see at Countess Luann there? <laughs> I wonder if she actually used <laughs> the handle. Um, and then Bethany said, she said, how do I, how do you know about her? And Bryn said, I don't know. We have a little Tyler Henry on our oh hands. Oh my god, Bryn is psychic. The next gen is coming up. I know. <laughs> um, I, I was love that. googling photos of 
Bryn Hoppy today, and I actually sent one to Alex. It's that famous one of her in the bunny costume. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the bunny. And if you look closely into her purse, there's a $100 bill hanging out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's insane. That's one rich psychic bunny. You almost said the B word. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I, well, the B is back. Not that's It's Bethany. Uh, so tell us about Little Mix. Okay, guys. Well, first of all, <laughs> one time popular girl, Allie Churchwell, like recently found out she loves Little Mix, even though we've all been on the train for quite some while. And hopefully you guys have as well. But She's also, I think she's just going back to my old tweets and like, copy and pasting them and tweeting them herself because she's done like some gems like little mix is better and like all caps mm-hmm. and then also um today she tweeted jade thurwall is the most beautiful woman in the world which, which i definitely yeah. tweeted but uh in the news interestingly enough their first single wings has popped up again and again in promo materials for various tv shows and movies so just in this past week airing on television the promo commercial for the new NBC comedy series, Great News, uh, starring Nicole Richie and some other people. Little Andrea Mix Martin. Andrea it's Martin. It's also produced by uh, Tina, Tina Fey. Fey. So it's going to be a hit. Uh, I don't know. It's questionable because it's a 10-episode season one where they're airing two episodes per night. So it's like five weeks of this show. And oh, then... it's two episodes per night? Yeah. I was looking forward to watching. Actually, I will say I did see a woman on the train watching it on her phone. Mm. We watched it in this household last night, but I wasn't really paying attention. You were gaming? Yeah. Um, and then... Well, let's, let's say what you tweeted. He tweeted, <laughs> I think it's great news that NBC's using Little Mix's wings in the promo for the new comedy series, Great News. Yeah, and then... Also, this past like week or two, they started airing commercials for the Goldie Hawn, Amy Schumer, Amy Schumer movie Snatched, and I said my wig was snatched after hearing Little Mix's wings in the commercial for that movie. You should have let me read your tweet because it's like weird when you quote your own tweet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but like I couldn't believe it. The same song, two different promos. It was used in the Florence Foster Jenkins movie as well. Uh, and then Alex reminded me that they used an album track as like an instrumental for the new season of Girls that just aired. Mm. And one time last year, that song was on in uh, Boots and Saddle, and this guy who was dressed up in like an <laughs> angel turned to Alex and went, "These wings are made to get effed." Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't say it in that way. <laughs> uh, so yeah, tons of little mix promo. Maybe we'll go see them in London. Yeah, and also like. It, Give us your thoughts on, like, if you're listening to Little Mix, like, because otherwise we're just screaming into the void and we're wasting precious moments on this here podcast. But speaking of going to London, <laughs> perhaps uh, Marissa Hermer will oh, find totally her way. I stepped on your... <laughs> <laughs> My transition. Marissa Hermer from Ladies of London is out promoting her new cookbook, An American Girl in London, and revealed that she's not sure if there's a plan to give the show another season. She says, I don't know anything. <laughs> she's definitely on board for another season. She says, I love it. Absolutely, I love an excuse to get back to London. Uh, she's been keeping in touch with her friends over the pond, just in case. She talks to Sophie Sanbury and Julie Montague just the other day, and spoke to Adela King a couple days ago. So I'm glad they're keeping in touch. This show just isn't treated well by Bravo, despite I think it's the quality. In, it's so good. Um, give Adela a 
place in front of the Union Jack. Give her a little teacup. They don't actually hold little teacups. Well, they don't hold anything. They just pose. In front of the Union Jack or whatever flag is of their country. But but maybe that's why, like, the show is not taking off. They don't have the moment where they're all posing together. I'm sure that's it. But it also, like, it's it's successful enough. It's gotten three seasons. Yeah. That's two more than a lot of shows. Like, can't Andy just, like, go book a AC... An Airbnb? AC2. Like, you know how him and, like, Anderson Cooper are taking the world by storm? Oh, yeah. Just, like, book a few shows in London, Europe, wherever, and then do the reunion while you're there. Yeah. Two birds, one stone. Maybe even, like, record a Radio Andy segment. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, we'll be watching to see if it comes back. The problem is that Melissa... Marissa. Marissa. Lives in L.A. now. Yeah, but... That could change in a a quick flight. For some reason, there was something more believable about, like, Caroline Stanberry coming back from Dubai than Marissa Hermer coming back from Los Angeles to come film the show. (laughs) Oh my god, that was a pretty good (laughs) impersonation of her, actually. Really? Yeah, she's like a little mumble mouth. Um, But yeah, what's her name? Stanberry? She was just, like, fleeing her debtors or something for a little while. And then she'll come back. (laughs) 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 Once they, like, move on. Uh, so shall we ham it up with Hamlin's? Yeah. This, this article. <laughs> it's Radar Online. It's so Radar Online, which is fan fiction half the time. It literally writes like what would be our fan fiction. Yeah. So with the ratings of Keeping Up With The Kardashians continuing to drop, E is looking for a replacement family and they think they found it in Lisa Renna. RadarOnline.com has exclusively learned. Lisa Renna's family comes with all the excitement and drama and laughter the Kardashians, but without all the darkness. I don't know about that. Like, what drama and laughter does it come with? Well, Amelia Bell and Delilah Gray. That's like a bunch of fun. They laugh, yeah. I laugh when when they're on screen. Yeah. Um, She's married to a sexy movie star, Harry Hamlin, and together they have two beautiful daughters, Delilah Bell and Amelia Gray. What was the last movie Harry Hamlin starred in? He's more of a prestige television show person now. So his most recent thing was Mad Men. He had like an Amazon green light pilot that didn't go go anywhere. He recently dressed up like a Nazi. Was that recent? For Halloween. It was like 2015. Okay. But he was like... But there was just reset that in Nancy. Yeah. But bad, like, bad costume choice. He, he wore a swastika t-shirt. <laughs> yes. I'm not like defending him by any means. We've now got a Nazi and a follower. No, I was just trying to understand like where the idea came from. And it's not like... It's not like Sid and Nancy's in like... The public dialogue. So why would you even go with that costume? Is my question. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so, will you tune into hamming it up with the Hamlins? Yeah, but I don't think it's gonna happen. She's not gonna make the jump to E, especially like we'll, we'll get to it during our Beverly Hills conversation. But like, Rena's like keeping that ship afloat. Yeah, her and Kim. Yeah, <laughs> Rena is Bravo's meal ticket. <laughs> Uh, so just quickly on the Kardashians, it's like stuff's been going on. Kate's book is coming out. Maybe it's it's even out today. It's out yesterday. Today. She was on The View. Yesterday. How was, how was The View? She was good. They were like, ba-da-ba-ba-ba, loving her. Why? I I don't know. I felt like it could have gone either way. You think maybe they were like overcompensating to love her? Maybe. I also think it's like one of those things her and Whoopi have some sort of history. Mm. Oh yeah, Whoopi like will blindly defend. Yeah, they both worked like with this dyslexia organization. So like they have like 
history through that. They invited her to be a guest co-host sometime. It just was like a love fest. Mm. Um, actually, I heard my sister text me and said that it was the opposite on Kelly Ripa. Oh. Like, it wasn't that Kelly was cold, but Caitlin was, like, talking over her and stuff like that the entire time. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, also, I don't I, I don't know if you ever caught the clip, but Andre Leon Talley was on Watch, Watch Robin's Live being very problematic in regards to Caitlin. Oh, yeah. Like, that, like, narr- it's almost like the Khloe Kardashian narrative. Oh, what? Like, the, like, quote, I miss Bruce oh, narrative. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then... This past week's episode, just quickly, was kind of interesting. I know you didn't catch it, but, like, the whole plot line was the family discussing whether there should be a season two of Rob and China, which is, like, a very weird direction for the show to be going. It's like lifting the fourth wall, breaking yeah. down that fourth like wall. Beyond, it's, like, beyond that. And then, also, Kate gave Chris the book. Yeah, which is, like, just, like, they book timed promo. it perfectly. Yeah. Uh, what a coincidence. <laughs> the book is coming out this week. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, but I think this is a good jumping off point because... Where are we going to jump? We're going to jump over to Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Into our race cars. <laughs> <laughs> because this week, the theme was Kardashians the Musical. Now, just generally, I feel like this episode had a very negative reaction online. Mm-hmm. What's your take? I think it's... <clears throat> I don't want to say it's the episode as much as this season still. It's just yeah. like, I'm not really like connecting with anyone. Well, to jump ahead a little bit, I feel like we had Charlie giving up last week. And then like the not amazing lip sync with a weird elimination. Yeah. So, yeah. Because like I'm trying to think the past couple seasons like of who I was rooting for. And I was rooting for people... And I, this season, I'm not. Like, last year, I feel like I was rooting for Thorgy for a good portion of it. The year before, I was rooting for Katya. The year before, I was rooting for, like, seven people. I feel like I am rooting for people this year. Who? Valentina. Okay, but, like, that's not, like... Her story isn't, like... I mean, for, I think the story of her only being only doing this for ten months... Yeah, but it's like I heard very that's a impressive. Lie. <gasps> really? Yeah, on Reddit.com, I heard some things. Like, there's some picture Give evidence us the truth of her team. in, like, a pageant, like, before that time period, uh, and, like, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, so I'm rooting for Valentina. I'm rooting for uh, Shay. Yeah, but, like... Shay had, like, a great moment. I wasn't rooting for Shay before, like, last week's episode, so it's, like, it's jumping around for me. But that's good. It keeps you on your toes. No, I like having Uh, someone to root for the entire time. Shay, Valentina, Nina, I'm still rooting for her despite her struggles. She was annoying this week. Yeah, but sometimes, like, you... Like, remember how... How, uh... What's-her-face was even more annoying? Uh, the one who won. Yeah, we just got some breaking news that we can talk about once we get to Southern Charm. Okay. Um... (laughs) <laughs> um but the one who won tyra sanchez oh yeah remember how like she was the most annoying person on the planet and then like pulled like i was rooting for jujube that season. oh i know i was rooting for raven and then tyra won your example of i know it's just like <laughs> i feel like this at least we don't have an obvious winner sure yeah um, Dan really liked the writing of this episode. He was, like, hooting and hollering about it. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought, like, this musical was one of the more well-done acting challenges that they've had in quite some time. 
Like that season where we had like 27 acting challenges, I didn't connect with any of them. Mm -hmm. And this one, like the musical, like had a Four Sisters reference, the Big Salads reference, like a lot of niche references for like true Kardashian scholars. I was with two um, paper magazine girls watching it and Mm. they were freaking out about Break the Internet reference. Oh my God, promo paper mag. Yeah. Um... Yeah, sure. So Dan thinks that the loser of this episode was Farah. Farah? <laughs> well, first of all, like, terrible Kylie. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- the comments that I think Todrick gave were, like, spot on. Like, you were not even trying to be the character. You were just being you wearing, a like, the blue wig. Mm-hmm. I still like Farah in general. And she was so whiny and then crying and untucked. But she was funny about it. Her line about, like, nobody has ever told me that I wear too much highlighter or whatever, that was hilarious. <laughs> but, like, hilarious, like, you're not laughing with her, you're laughing no, at her. No, she was laughing with us. You need to go back and watch it. You were probably gaming when you were <laughs> watching it and what weren't looking up. Um, and then also, who was the... Oh, yeah, I mean, Cynthia, like... The lip sync was bad to begin with. Cynthia's whole act this year, for some reason, grating on me, and I liked her last year. yeah. She she was never one for me to pick to come back. Yeah. I feel like she had her her story arc and like that was it. And she was Miss Congeniality last year. Like leave it at that. Yeah. That's more than enough. Yeah. Um, um, but we did get the surprise elimination. Yes. It wasn't an elimination. It was more of a like, you have to leave because the doctor said so. Yeah. Eureka injured her knee during the cheerleading challenge however many episodes ago. Which mm-hmm. like, that cheerleading challenge really knocked... The socks off of many people. Like, Charlie Hyde's had a broken rib. They, like, scrambled James Mansfield's marbles. (laughs) The gift of James Mansfield, like, rolling. (laughs) And Um, then apparently, like, we didn't even know about Eureka's injury until this episode. It's actually very interesting because in the lead up to season six, there was this big rumor that Bianca Del Rio broke her leg and got eliminated. Mm. Which never happened, obviously, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's weird coming to fruition. Out. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I was thinking like during this elimination, like it's actually good for Eureka. Yeah, because she gets to come back next year. But like, the one who comes back gets so much attention, right? Becomes a star, and like we'll be, and like we'll definitely stay a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Eureka was actually doing pretty. Yeah, she good. was good at it. Yeah, so that's fine. Uh, should we quickly comment on Megan Trainer? <laughs> One of the worst guest judges in history. I mean, she kind of lived up to everything that was like said in that Elliot Glazer, Megan Trainer bashing article interview. I didn't read that one. Oh, it was like you know, it was just breaking the internet last week, but <laughs> <laughs> like he dragged her it didn't to the make its way to the dark web where I live. <laughs> it was dragging Megan to the very pits. Um, and yeah, like she was just so, first of all, coming in that, that outfit, the unicorn onesie, mm-hmm. why? And her, even her, um, interview on, uh, what's the tea? Oh, I didn't listen to that yet. Just like bad. And just like, ugh, everything about her is bad. I know. I just like to like, ironically love her. Yeah. Well, maybe dance to some of her songs during our video game weekend coming up. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
Anything on Untucked? I don't even remember Untucked, to be honest. No, I mean, Alexis Michelle was awful. Oh! Like, the nerve of her to blame everyone else in that room for her boring-ass outfit. That was a good scene. That was so... Psychotic. Psychotic. She's like a mix of, like, a bunch of weird she's like a li- she's like chanel with like a little bit of raven and a little and bit of roxy andrews a little bit yes those three all together yeah um her outfit was terrible right she was she was going to studio 54 on a snowy winter's day <laughs> <laughs> um a funny thing to watch is nina in situations like that like during when alexa was Doing that, she totally turned around in her chair and just oh, faced yeah. the other way. And then there was a point when they were back on the runway where Nina was safe. And there's a shot of her just standing with, just totally facing the wall. Mm-hmm. Like when the entire elimination was happening. I think she gets stressed out in like mm-hmm. high stress mm-hmm. situations like that. Do you ever notice that Nina is always like plopped on the, on like the ottoman? Mm-hmm. It's like she has her spot. spot. Yeah. They're not like assigned spots. No, but it's like when I have my spot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Your little corner by the window. Yeah. Um, I think that's good for Drag Race. Agreed. So, shall we move on to Potomac? Yeah. Okay. Uh, This episode was kind of a snooze for me. I mean, I liked a lot of it. Um, Tell me what you liked. Well, I liked... Was this hookah bar? It was hookah bar. Yeah. That was a good scene. Okay, tell me what you liked. That was at the very end. I also liked the entire um, birthday party scene. See, I Sharice was a focal point of this, this episode, and that's why I didn't like it. Yeah, but I liked the decorations at the party. The giant name. What's her daughter's name? I have no idea. Um, the giant name. I really like that. And then I like when Ashley oh, yes. picks at her. Ashley's a star. Ashley is a star. Ashley and Giselle are like the two center champagne flutes. Yeah, and I think Monique might be climbing oh, her yeah, way. Oh, yeah, yeah, She's, like, she's finding her way. Um, I was a little bit, like, shook up when we went straight from, like, the girls meeting for brunch to talk about the Sweet Sixteen party. Oh, and then yeah. And we were all, we were there already? We were, like, planning it, planning the kangaroo sliders. I thought and there was going to be more them. about the food. Like, I thought that was going to be a big fighting point. Well, you know, I think this is probably another, like, ten episode season. Oh, yeah. So it's like, there's no time to, like, plan the Sweet Sixteen and then have it happen. Sad. Avery Singer's Sweet Sixteen was more iconic. As was Victoria De La Sepp's. Yeah. That was in a nightclub. I know, but it was... Stay classe. That was, like, competing... Wasn't that, like, competing? Yeah, yeah. I was, like, I was joking. I was trying to quote mm. Ramona. I know, I know, I know. Um, but, like, the big thing of the night was the hookah bar. Mm-hmm. Which I loved because it was a BYOB place. Oh and, and the way, like, everyone bringing different things was funny because, like, Ashley walked in first and she had, like, four bottles of wine, which made sense because she was the host. Yeah. And then Monique walked in and she had, like, really expensive wine. Two and bottles. she had her, uh, what's the McCall thing? Oh, like the wine... I forget the... Sifter or something? Whatever Sniffer, that word is. Sifter? And then here comes Robin <laughs> with a fucking party bag from the dollar store. And she pulls out a half drinking bottle of Ciroc. She like doesn't even have two pennies to rub together. This girl <laughs> is not playing into the housewives 
glamour. Like, you can't stop by, like, Trader Joe's and get a <laughs> couple bottles of, like, $4 wine. Get a Chateau Diana. Get, ew, no, don't <laughs> get a Chateau <laughs> Diana. I'm kidding. Do they even sell that outside of New York? I don't know. I doubt it. But, I, you know, they sell it in the, the, BK, the Brooklyn Fair here. Well, yeah, that's because it's the only wine you can sell Mm-mm-mm. in not a liquor store yeah. in New York. Uh, and it was more great greatness from Ashley, like picking at uh, Charisse even more. The story that Charisse told about her swollen tutu. <laughs> oh my god, it's like a tutu, like a fufu. First of all, is that a thing that people call that area? Do people call vaginas tutus? No, I think she created that. Please call in and tell us <laughs> if you've ever heard it called the tutu. Mm. That, like, stressed me out. (laughs) Yeah? And, like, it was so bizarre. She was like, oh, yeah, so I told my boyfriends that I got it stitched stitched up. up. Like, for years. And everyone thought that she was, like, what? She was close. The shop was closed. I think... Charisse is the worst. Charisse and Robin, get out of here. Charisse. And Robin can stay, but she needs to be made a friend. F-O-H, yes, we've talked about And this. she needs to pull a couple more times of, like, bringing, like, a half drink bottle of Ciroc <laughs> to the party to, like, really elevate her in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. But, I mean, I still have faith. We, we were off to a good start. Every episode can't be a hit. That's true. Um, but Atlanta is starting to pick up. Atlanta was heavy. Yeah, it was. Um, so, oh, I like the part where, like, Kenya was saying, oh, you've never apologized to me about, like, when she beat her up. Kenya was saying that to Portia. Oh, yeah. And Phaedra, and, like, and, and Portia was like, I did. Like, I'm not going to apologize again. And they showed the, the scene of her apologizing at that little meal. Mm-hmm. And Phaedra says under her breath, please apologize so it would be on the record. <laughs> I, I enjoy attorney Phaedra. Also, just the comments, like this entire reunion have been good. Like, especially in the Portia and Phaedra section of the couch. Mm-hmm. Like every time something's going on when they're not involved. They yeah, when they're comment. like mumbling. Yeah, that's been very, that's been a, a winner of this entire reunion thus far. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I want to continue. I think I said this last week, but I think, again, Kenya's still a winner. Like, against Portia, against Sheree, mm-hmm. against everyone. She, like, always, this, I mean, this episode has been coming out on top for me. Well, she's learned how to do it. Yeah. She learns you can no longer bring, like, bullhorns. Mm-hmm. Just bring, like, some sanity. <laughs> it's been working in her favor. Yeah. So she hasn't seen Matt, or th- no, she hasn't thought of or seen Matt since Thanksgiving, which is interesting because Thanksgiving was a few weeks after the season premiere. It was? Yeah, like episode one was like November 1st, like the first week of November. It's I know, been that long. Half a year. <laughs> well, well the- we've, been, we've been in the Trump presidency as long as this season has been on. Yeah. Think about that. I know. Not even just the residency, the, like, also the time The victory, yeah. It's crazy. Um, And then Matt spent New Year's in church praying. (laughs) He, like, told her. Oh, yeah. The bomb threat happened this season, which feels like a century ago. Because this season's been so long, like... Well, also, we were talking about the bomb threat 
last summer, like as a news item. Oh yeah. So that's why it feels like even longer. But like her walking into the fake paparazzi outside of her office. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I love when she hires paparazzi. That would be that would have been like such a high point in any other season. Yeah. But but like there's so much this there's season so of much. Uh apparently Apollo's settlement was $100,000, but now he's like contesting it. Oh, really? Yeah, she said it was 100000 mm. Which seemed on the lower end. But I guess, like, if you are in jail for embezzling money, like, you can't be fighting like, for a, a big lump sum. That's a good point. How long is he still in there for? Um, so, w- when I watch Watch Robins Live in the Morning, the next episode, like, like a former episode, co- sometimes comes on Shuffle. And it was the one where... Portia was on with Charlemagne and Phaedra was in the audience and like they talked about that he's in for eight years. Oh, that's like a while. A while. But I think that might have been like the full number, not the good behavior number. Mm-hmm. It might be closer to like five or six. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised we haven't had like more like stories about him and Joe. Yeah, especially Joe. We haven't heard peep about him. Hmm. And like back when they were visiting Teresa, there was like photo shoots, beep boop boop. Like, her tweeting from inside. Well, yeah, I don't think... I think she's the money in that relationship, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yeah. Joe. Yeah. Um, they talked for a while about Sheree. <gasps> yeah, that was, like, the saddest sad. moment of this franchise. Maybe any franchise. Not any franchise. I mean, it was really sad. Yeah. Um, they talked about Phaedra... They talk about Phaedra calling people down in the city regarding old lady gang to like get city inspectors to, like shut them down. That I love that. I love it too. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever start a business, I'm gonna start sending people down there. All of my Thank contacts you. in the city. I know what contacts you have. <laughs> and then I did like when Kenya called out Phaedra for giving a rehearsed read. Because mm-hmm. like some of her reads are definitely like pre-planned. Even though it's so, 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 so good, the one that ends with the guy yeah. j- ejaculating into the cup for a medium pizza from, like, Domino's or whatever is, like, it's rehearsed. Yeah, I mean, she didn't think of that on the spot. But that also, like, makes her, like, really talented. Yeah. That she can deliver, deliver. a monologue yeah. like that. Without, like, notes. Mm-hmm. Um, Cairo's waiting on his cargo bag. Aren't we all? <laughs> yes. Um... Does he get to pick, like, which one he gets? It sounded like he did... I think Cynthia said he picked the one he want. They just didn't send it out yet, and it's like an oversight. And Cynthia was like, he'll get it by the end of today, so don't worry about it. <laughs> um, Nicki Minaj congratulated Riley on her hit song. I knew that. I didn't know I that. I feel like I knew that. It was somewhere in your brain. It was somewhere in my brain, and this just popped out. Um, which, I had another point about that. Oh, did you see Candy and um, Cynthia's commercial? No. They are doing the promo for Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, I missed that. Was that during this? It was definitely during something I watched last night. So either Beverly Hills or Southern Charm or um, Potomac. So it must have been during Potomac because that's the same night as Atlanta. I don't know. We usually like stop... When we see a housewife during a commercial. You were probably gaming. No, but like Alex is usually the one fast forwarding. So like he would have stopped. 
I mean, it would definitely happen, so it was definitely during something you watched. I know. I feel like very disappointed that I missed this. This could have been a contender for The One True Queen. I mean, it happened before. <laughs> <laughs> My last comment is Phaedra and Portia rolling their eyes at the escape comeback. I love the escape. I know. Comeback. I can't wait for it. Yeah. Um, Tiny was on Wendy Williams this week and talked about it. I, like, I wonder if it's going to be an album or just a tour. It's just a tour right now. Mm, maybe they're like feeling the response. Oh, no. I think they just want to do the old hits because that's mm. what the people want. They don't want new music from you. Yeah. Did you know they... I think I mentioned this on, on the show before. Like There was a lawsuit between them and Mariah Carey. For, like she stole yeah this one was of their mentioned songs. before yeah okay just fun fact so did a cheering <laughs> yes that they, they just will sue for music rights left and right um so i think that's it for atlanta we have two parts left and next week is when it starts to like like really really pop, pop off it's just like i feel like they could have made it three parts i think there was just a lot to cover in episode one and two like part one and two Got through most of the season. And now three and four are going to be like the revelations, I want to say. Interesting. That's my theory. Should we move to Southern Charm or do you want to go to Beverly Hills? Let's do, let's do Southern Charm. Okay. <laughs> you don't even have like the, the theme song down. Um, uh, so. Is this Brendan's question corner? Um, well, sort of. <laughs> okay. Though. People got mad that I don't know the show and I have to go back and watch the entire thing. Oh my god. Wait, what's the breaking news regarding Southern Charm? Oh, um, I think Cameron did a gender reveal. <laughs> oh no. Well, do we know what the gender... Wait, she was pregnant? I didn't even know she... I know like the end of the season ended with her like... Yeah, she's pregnant. Wanting to have a baby? This is her, right? Yeah, that's her. <laughs> All of these women look the same. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I guess she had a gender reveal party. It's a girl. It's a girl. I'm surprised you didn't like cut a fucking cake or whatever. Oh my god. Have <sighs> someone bake the color into the cake. Gender reveal parties are over. Mm, thanks, Brendan. You're welcome. Um, okay, so... Who's Danny? Who's Danny? She is like a blonde friend. Yeah, half That's my the- notes are literally everyone on this show looks the same. It's like all the young men look the same and all the young women look the same unless you're Catherine or Landon. <laughs> That's why they get to hold a mint julep. Yeah. And like Catherine, her scene made me sad this week. Which one was that? The one with Craig. Oh yeah. It just was like sort of depressing. Like they were meeting for like a sad dinner and like, Yeah. Yeah, I'm rooting, I'm rooting for her. Talking about her custody made me sad. Yeah, she only gets, like, visitation one weekend a month and or something. And then they showed the clip of, like, Thomas not letting her into the home to oh, drop yeah. off the children. She has to, like, stand behind the gate. Oh, my God. Um, uh, what's his name? The new guy broke the girl code. I mean, the bro code. Austin, yeah, with that girl, Chelsea. And I don't know if you noticed, but she, he had her name saved in his phone as Dream Girl. That's so creepy. I know. I don't get people who like put, maybe because I'm like anal, I just want people's first and last name in my phone. But you know how some people put like funny names in their phone? I guess you do that. You have 
church as the rat in your phone. Well, yeah, but that's because she's a rat. Yeah, but like, is that the only person you don't have as their actual name? I think so. Oh, as okay. far as like people that are like in my modern day life. I have like even my parents as their first and last name. I don't have it as mom. Oh. Well, your parents don't know we have a podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're not the target, target audience for it, so... Um, Okay. They were making some really good grilled cheese, uh, Shep and maybe Craig, maybe someone else. <laughs> you can't, like, tell anyone <laughs> apart. Um, well, one, the big, like, fight was over the fact that, Lan- uh, that Thomas Ravenel wouldn't say goodbye to his children, and, like, Craig flipped out over it. Oh, yeah. Craig, you know who rem- reminded me of in that scene for some reason? Tom Sandoval? Just, like, the way he was getting, like, I agree with him. I agree with him on this, but, like, the way he, like, gets emotionable, emotionable, oh, my God, emotional about other people's business Mm -hmm. is Very Sandovalian. Yeah, very Sandovalian. Um, The boat cruise. Well, I just, before we get to that, uh, still on the dad, uh, still on Thomas not saying goodbye, how, like, Craig was making a big deal of it in front of Landon, and then apparently... A dad not saying goodbye happened to Landon a lot as a kid, and then she was just like moping around, and maybe that's why she loves Thomas Ravenel. Doesn't she like often do scenes with her dad? Yeah, in the past at least, not this season. I think at least had one. Yeah, I mean, season. like, oh, really? I don't know about that. Okay, I think so. I don't. Know. But also, Naomi taking uh, taking Craig taking Thomas aside in the fight against Craig was like sad. Yeah. Naomi and Craig, I don't know if they're going to last. Or maybe they're just like hamming it up for the camera. To get oh, Naomi is with Craig. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. They have a cat. <laughs> I'm like not, I'm not like, this isn't an act. I'm like, I know. Tr- truly. Struggling. <laughs> they throw like 15 people I know. at you. This is like, I remember last season, I said just jump in. Like it's fine. I can't even recommend people to jump in. It is very confusing this season. No, you never said jump in. You said start from the beginning. Start from the beginning for like a great understanding of it all, but you could jump in. This you can't jump in. You really need to like because they had their main cast already. Then they had like their side cast characters. Yeah. And then it looks like they added at least two new people this season. Yeah. Shep turning thirty-seven. Woof. <laughs> He's thirty-seven. That's what his birthday was for. Thirty-seven. Hmm. I mean, like, sad because he's like behaving the, this way. I know the antics. Um. His pants were bad. The Ugh. tie was bad. A piece of clothing has never fit that human. Yeah. Um, I love a boat cruise. I hated his behavior on the boat cruise. I more hated Whitney and Thomas. Is every conversation they have... Like them being creeps? Yeah. Pretty much. It's disgusting. Yeah. Speaking of people who need to stop with their antics. They're like 40-something and 50. Yeah, at least. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this season is not doing it for me. Well, because Catherine was the star, right? And yeah. she's sort of removed from it. Yeah, she's on and, like the outside. And outskirts. they're trying to make Landon to be the star, but she like has less personality than like Ugh. a bag of something with no personality. <laughs> a personality less <laughs> bag. Um one thing I did notice is that jump I mean, uh Whitney was wearing a hat from a place called Jumbo's Clown Room, which is a clown-themed strip club in Los Angeles. That's disgusting. That a lot of people I know have gone to. Mm. 
Uh, anything else on Southern Charm? No. No. Let's move on to Beverly Hills. Yes, the winner of Beverly Hills is what? The Bunny. Still? Yes. Two weeks in a row? Well, they did re-air the whole segment, which is just like more proof in the pudding of the fact that like they really stretched out this reunion over the course of three parts. Like they could have done this reunion in two parts. Yeah, that's true. Because we had like a 10 minute intro scene of them without makeup. We re-aired the bunny thing five minutes each episode. I know, but it was like so good. I know, it was great. I loved it, but like they really milked what they had for all it's worth. Yeah. Um, Losers is everyone else? (laughs) Yes, the bunny's the only one. Uh, Some things that stood out to me, like how they tried to make Kyle's comment that Lisa can't physically keep her lips shut as like such a scandalous thing. I guess just like watching Atlanta and then watching this, like them trying to make something big on Beverly Hills out of something that's not big. Yeah, it was sort of like when, even though this was actually Dorinda just misunderstanding. Oh my God. <laughs> when Dorinda took give John an apple to mean that He's Carol was calling him a pig. <laughs> like a roasted pig with an apple in his mouth. Um, no, but that's funny. Like this is like just like they're feigning outrage yeah didn't you have a lot to say about lisa vanderpump oh yes i did actually have a lot to say about lisa i want to hear what you have to say because i am interested so the so this part three the last 25 minutes of this episode was like the lisa vanderpump wrap-up special i felt like mm-hmm. they talked about they did a wrap-up with yunlin they did they went back and recorded the condo reveal to Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a whole segment of Harrison and Jiggy. I mean, to show how much fluff they like showed like behind the scene clips of Jiggy being interviewed. Mm-hmm. Um, so like they had all of that. So I felt like the way Andy was speaking to her too was just like very like look at everything you've been through, look at this journey, da da da. And like you don't need to completely wrap her up in a bow because she'll be around for Vanderpump Rules. Mm-hmm. And like Vanderpump Rules dives into her story like a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think this could go either way. I see what you're saying. I think it could happen if Lisa decides that she wants to go. But if she talks to the producers and they convince her to come back again, which they'll try to do, she could be convinced. Yeah, I don't think what aired like prohibits her from coming back i think it just leaves her in a good place of like okay like that that's it and Mm -hmm. now here's like the new the new the new kids on Mm -hmm. the block yeah i don't know how i feel about that i know like people hate lisa now no but i love her in vanderbump rules Mm -hmm. like she shines there this is just kind of like she has her moments i won't disagree with that Mm mm-hmm but, like, the world hates her. Not the world, but, like, people on the internet hate her. Oh, my God. We got into the craziest Twitter thread today. It was lovely. Just people, like, so many opinions. Um, the fight between Kim and Eileen, the soap actress fight. <laughs> Kim, please. <laughs> I'm a blind Kim stan. Like, she's, like, <laughs> Meryl Streep over here. Sharknado 3. <laughs> yes. The star of Sharknado 3 arguing with Eileen, who has an Emmy oh my over... God. It's like the two-year anniversary of her Emmy today, too. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, congrats, Eileen. Uh, 
we got like a final Amelia Delilah discussion. Oh yeah, they're like doing things. Yeah, she's she was in Dolce and Gabbana. Yeah, that sounds right. And um <laughs> We're not fashion queens. One of them was too young to walk in Balmain, Paris. Yes, that is Delilah? Yeah, but they did have a great moment with Gigi in a hotel in Paris. Hugs. Hugs. Riding up the elevator together with her agent. Yes. Gigi's the consummate professional, and it's all Yolanda who did that. It's all Yolanda. That's Yolanda's work. <laughs> uh, sometimes motherhood chooses you. Uh, the other thing that signaled Lisa moving on is that Lisa gave up the crown. She's like, and he was like, so Lisa, are you okay with giving up the crown? And she's like, I don't care. Like, she's like, I don't care. I know, and at the beginning of the season, it was... The ground was too heavy. The ground was heavy. <laughs> Remember when you thought that was her talking about <laughs> the fucking pipeline? Yes. <laughs> uh, the toast, the smoothie toast, long live Beverly Hills Housewives? Nope. Unless they shake it up. Yeah. Oh, I actually like remembered Andy. Like, I was like interested in that Andy said that, especially with all the rebranding that Bravo's going through. Mm-hmm. It's not that they would like let the housewives go immediately but they obviously are moving into like a space that's less like classic housewivesy. so i thought it was like almost pointed for him to say that mm. maybe he's feeling the pressure of bravo like trying to have him tone it down a little bit i don't think the housewives are going anywhere i said not anywhere not anytime soon okay but maybe andy's feeling some pressure from bravo okay uh do you have anything else beverly oh no, this is it so we should like comment on the our normal end of season wrap up yeah so next year oh is that me yeah (laughs) (laughs) i was giving you a dirty look (laughs) of course Um, i get so many dirty looks from you in my lifetime um yeah i think that it'll be rena erica dorit eileen that's it i would like that kyle's not going anywhere especially like now that they've decided to completely not talk about Kim, she probably wants a completely Kim-free season. Yeah. Unless they bring in, like, someone whose other relative died. I know, but, Kim. but picture this. Erica, I think we might have discussed this all, offline or online. I'm not sure. Like, what, maybe it's been brought up on this podcast. You if, usually tell me to save it for the show, so... So, Erica... Rena, Eileen are a sisterhood. Keep Dorit. Oh, yeah, and you said bring Dur- Dorit's friends Dorit, in. Bring, let Dorit bring, like, two or three friends. Maybe the other squad could bring one in. It'll be like a refresh like New York when it was Aviva, Heather, and Carol. Mm-hmm. And that did revive New York, I thought. It did. It took it a few years, but it did eventually revive it. Yeah. Right, Plant the seeds. Yeah, yeah. You gotta know if you want to redo these shows, if you want to like really judge them up, look to New York, look no further. Though I, I'll talk about this after this week's episode because I haven't decided completely yet, mm. but I'm worried. You're worried about the season? Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, we'll take a quick break and we will be back with New York. Yes. And address Brennan's concerns. <laughs> So we're back. Oh my God, what an episode. New York, I love it. Love New York City, center of the universe. Uh, I think we should talk about what I was saying before we 
dropped off. Oh, sure. Your so, theory. What? Your theory. No, not, not my theory, my worry. Your worry, yeah. Um, I was worried that they were going to just, like, spend everything that they had in the bank, in the trailer bank, and, like, then it was going to suck. But you made a point that they're just showing, they're not showing their cards. Yeah. And they've got a lot ahead of us. Yeah, because I feel like if they didn't have a lot, they'd be scraping the bottom of the barrel. Right, episode From episode, like, 12 or something. But literally by the time we ended this, we were finished with most of the trailer aside from the Mexico stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, this episode was really great in a lot of unexpected ways. So, we discovered earlier today that Candace Bushnell was the person that Dorinda said not well bitch to. Yes, Candace Bushnell, if you don't know, was the author of the Sex and the City books... Um, and had something to do with the TV show, obviously. Yeah. Um, and someone pointed out on Twitter that there was a theory around this time last year. That we discussed on the show, if I am not mistaken. Yeah, we either discussed on the show or online or somewhere. I couldn't find, like, I couldn't find, quite find the exact point where we discussed it, but maybe we'll, like, point you to that episode or something. There was a theory that the, um... Susan Sharon. Susan Sharon was based on Dorinda. Because Susan Sharon designed scarves and like had a tumultuous relationship with her husband. And she like used to live in London. Yeah. And Dorinda had a cashmere company, used to live in London, had an ex-husband that she raised Hannah with in London there. Mm-hmm. Before Richard. So the fact that they seem to know each other points to that maybe this theory is true. Yeah. I I believe it. And hopefully Andy will ask our question. Hopefully we get some answers tonight on Watch Weapons Live. Although he usually doesn't answer our questions, so. Well, he has us muted. Um, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about. What? About- <laughs> Wait, what was that? I was saying, no, no, no. Like, he's responded to me. Oh, yeah. I think he's muted you since. Um, okay. <laughs> um, the, there were many great moments in this, starting with them talking. I forget who Sonia was with. Was it Tinsley? Or was it... It was Carol. I don't know what you're referring to. They were talking about the dinner the night before and how the whole um, Bethany topless thing was came oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the... Producers use this opportunity to do like a Sonia's a slut montage. Yeah. Of like years and years of her like not wearing panties. It was Sonia and Carol. And yeah. And she used, she quoted, she said, Cinemax is great. That's top shelf programming. Yes. Is Cinemax still even in existence? I'm sure it's around. Skinemax. Um, but yeah, we're everyone's convening on on the party. Um, there was a great moment where Luann was talking to Tinsley about her sleeping arrangements in Sonia's house. Yeah, and how when Luann stayed there in quotes, she got like the Sweet. singles apartment on the top floor, and Tinsley yeah. is staying in Sonia's daughter's room with like all the dolls and stuff. That's why she's not allowed to bring men home, which is like later addressed in the show. Oh, is she not? I missed that. Yeah, like um, Sonia didn't want Tinsley bringing men home into our daughter's bedroom. Mm. Um, once we sit down for dinner mm-hmm. is when shit starts popping. Um, 
And you pointed out that Candace Bushnell is listed as Luann's friend, which yeah. is interesting. Though, through my light research, they do have a lot of pictures together. For some reason, you assume that like someone like Candace Bushnell is like above this kind of group. Maybe she's looking for that apple. But then I realized, like, think about how basic the characters on Sex and the City were. Well, even I think the book was even more basic. Yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, she fits in right, right well here. She looks exactly like all of them. Oh my god, yes, looks like Mary. Mary couldn't <laughs> tell her and Mary apart. <laughs> and then there was that girl who's always in the background that was there. Oh yeah. Like the the blonde woman, the former bride. Yes, yes, yes. Um, that we've talked about. Um, then the shit just starts going wild, and it starts with Sonia trying to make two attempts at the "What are you doing here?" without Dorinda joke. Yeah, I was. There was that. I wasn't here without Dorinda, and then she said another. Uh, are you gonna back it up? Oh, yeah. And it's like, she's trying to use these catchphrases from two years ago. And, like, one of them is something she said while, like, wasted. But, like, it's been more associated with actual Dorinda. Yeah. And, like, the other one was something that Dorinda said. It's just a lot. Then Dorinda gets started. She says, let's get the elephant in the room out of the way. Shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess what it comes down to is Sonia was giving quotes to the blogs. Yeah. Wow. The podcasts. She has never given a quote to come through Queen. Uh, She she spoke to me off the records. (laughs) No. um, What were we saying? (laughs) (laughs) She, while promoting her um, off-Broadway play... Which is disgusting as per Dorinda. (laughs) Yes. um, She was giving quotes to blogs. They didn't say which bloggers, but um, something about Dorinda's family. And I think like, I think there are claims that Dorinda is poor. Rude. Um, I disagree. But while they were talking about that, um, Sonia let it slip that allegedly Charlie Rose saw her play. And Dan thought she said like Charlie Rosen or something like that. But like then friend to the show, Neil, Okay. Tweeted at me and said that apparently Sonia claims that they've that she dated Charlie Rose in the past. That's and I, insane. I have a quote from I have a quote from Charlie um, Rose? Yes, Charlie Rose. Um no, I have a quote from page six from twenty eleven. Ooh. <laughs> um and it's Sonia talking about like everyone she's dated. And this was during her second season, so all of the stories about her and Charlie Rose are also included with a picture from her masquerade party. Um, she said, I might, I mean, if you see me out to dinner with Charlie Rose, it doesn't mean that I'm hitting that, you know, but I've no, been known to date Charlie. Luckily, along with the hundred other girls, he is wonderful. Oh my God. And then I looked, I Googled photos of Charlie Rose's, whoever he's with now looks a lot like Sonia. So he has a type. Yeah. Um, Interestingly enough, we also get another flashback picture of Donald Trump in the past with another housewife, Sonia Morgan, cons- consulting with her luxury brand. Didn't we get hotels. that last week, too? That was on last week? It was just aired this episode. I feel like we got it again last Are week. Are you thinking of Kim Richards and Donald Trump? No, but I've definitely seen this picture of Sonia and Donald Trump. Um... But yeah, everything's coming up Trump here it's on The crazy. Real Housewives. Just uh, days away from the election oh, in the show. It's going to be so depressing. 
I wonder what's going to be more depressing, watching that or having watched it in that barren apartment that we watched it in. <laughs> oh my god. Um, also in the fight, Dorinda tells Sonya to fix her toilet and wander around her townhouse. Hence the title of this week's episode of Come Through Queen. That's right. Um, it's Your just... off-Broadway play was disgusting. Maybe we touched on that already. There was a moment when a man spoke up. Oh yeah, I didn't like that. It was like a man trying to calm everyone down Calm or the women. And it just seemed very rude and Dorinda didn't take it. She started hooting and hollering right... Well, actually, Carol made an election joke. Oh yeah, which was did not go over <laughs> well in that room. Because well. it was like... It's in Ramona's house. Only her and uh, Dorinda are the ones who support Hillary. Um, one thing that was... Uh, the thing that if blink of you miss it, but Ramona several times in this episode was running around her house asking whose birthday was in November. Multiple times. And she was also telling everyone to go serve themselves. Yeah. It's a, it's a bar. Just go serve yourself. Yeah. It's a buffet. That pasta looks good though. I will say. I hope there's no mushrooms in there. Cause you don't like a mushroom. Oh, the one food that I don't eat. <laughs> okay. and like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, Oh, and then it was, like, a lot of nerve for Bethany, who was invited to this party, to, like, roll up in her car and sit in the driveway for, like, ten minutes. I sort of liked it. I feel like if I was Ramona, I'd, like, throw something out the window at the car. It's rare that I like Bethany these days, but something about her, like, sitting outside watching it from Afar? the car, I liked... I liked her little bit of commentary during that one part. I didn't like her commentary later. I'm not a blind hater like some people mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. I can see the good in some people sometimes. Okay. So before Carol jumps into that car, she disinvites Ramona to the election party. Um, no matter how many times Ramona says disinvite, Carol wasn't actually disinviting her. She just asked her not to come. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But there was another good editing moment there when, well, not there, but when Ramona was talking about it later, she's like, who disinvites people? And then it flashes back to a week earlier. Yeah, with one her. episode earlier. <laughs> yeah. Disinviting people. Um, we. Oh, and then also Sonia like is overhearing this disinvitation, and like they were talking about uh, Ramona voting, and I was like, Ramona's like, they both suck. Nah, nah, nah. I don't like want to vote for either. And, she, and Sonia's like, you gotta vote. Yeah. <laughs> like. And then, like, Sonia was having her own... This is when I like Sonia the most. She's having her own conversation with herself, <laughs> talking about how Ramona shouldn't be around political conversations. <laughs> um, Carol hightails it out of there. And then uh, we get brunch the next day? I guess. We get brunch the next day and everyone's At fine. Lose, yeah. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> like, to go from that fight, Sonia makes a beeline for Dorinda... They hug it out. Wait, no, but before that... Oh, knowledge is power. She teaches Tinsley a trick to wait outside the party and listen in. A trick that Tinsley later uses on her. Yes. Um, I'm starting to really like Tinsley since this episode. I think she's a sleeper hit. Um, Candace Bushnell was at Lou's, so like... As was Mary. Mary (laughs) in like a performance fleece vest, which I liked. Drinking mimosas, Lou has a new addition... Um, everything was lovely. There's nothing sadder than a middle-aged woman living in the past. That's what Dorinda was saying as Sonia walked in. True. Uh, yeah, and then I guess then we're back in New York. We're back in New York. Tao. Tinsley goes to Tao with Lou and Dorinda. Like, they're starting to plan a 
surprise party for Ramona. There was a good flashback to Ramona's ladies who luncheon yes. birthdays. Um, with all those blonde ladies and Liza Minnelli. <laughs> um, and then Lou and Dorinda were both wearing the same outfit. Yeah. Uh, and then I think the only really like other notable scene is when Dorinda's talking shit about Tinsley. <laughs> <laughs> and Tinsley listens in and overhears her and confronts her. Yeah. And then during this episode, both the Snatch commercial aired with more Little Mix promo. And the commercial that we talked about earlier with Cynthia and Candy aired, promoting yeah. Galaxies of the Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy. Commercials Galaxy. air, corporate America. <laughs> I know, but, but I mean, the, especially the Bravo ones, like, they do make me pause and tune in to see what they're saying. I like it better when they're not promoting a... Wait, no, I don't. I like it better when the their promotion is a little more elaborate. Like, when they have to act more. Yeah, I don't like them just standing in front of a green screen. screen, screen. Like, the Alice in Wonderland one. Oh, and that then was... Even the one with Dorinda and Sonia in the car. Oh, yeah, that one was so good, too. Um, that yeah. was like... They were, like, promoting two different things at once. Like, the car and, like, the a dog sandwich. movie. For some reason, not the sandwich is <laughs> involved. Um, yeah, the dog movie. Must yeah. dogs. Um, so should we... What, did anything in the preview happen? Next week we're getting the, the election. election. yeah. And I think we're also getting Ramona's surprise party next that week. That Carol potentially is ruining. The, I like that. Yes. Great. <laughs> um, it's time for the Freak and the Queen. And so, they're both Housewives related. They are. They're both related to Tuesday and Wednesday nights of Housewives. So the Freak is more of a situation... It's not... We're not naming the people involved. It's sort of the way it all went down. Oh, if that's your take, sure. Well, okay. So Brad Goreski, former Bravo liberty and current um, fashion police man. And uh, red carpet pre-show. E-red carpet person. He posted on Instagram a gif of Lisa Renna saying at the reunion, were people doing coke, at your house doing coke, with the caption... I need to know the answer to this question. Snowflake at Lisa Rena, Real Houses of Beverly Hills, Moy Importante, which seems weird. And Rena jumped into the comments, and her first <laughs> comment was, "The man sitting across from me had coke all over his nose." <laughs> they cut that part out, just saying, hashtag #Keeping it real, hashtag #Don't hustle the hustler. Don't hustle the hustler. Um, I guess now that I'm reading this, the people are freakish too, because yeah. then Dorit somehow catches winds that this is happening in the comments. Well, I think, like, the celebrity comments usually, like, come to the forefront. Yeah, and I think people also probably tagged her. Oh, okay. Um, it's so sad that <laughs> some people will say or do anything to stay slash become relevant, no matter whose lives or reputations are at stake. Particularly when <laughs> I can't do the accent, there are two precious, innocent little babies in a coke den <laughs> that bear the wrath of such vile people. Lisa Rinna, you should be ashamed. Don't not that you're capable of shame or self-respect, obviously. But your two beautiful daughters deserve a much better example. Shame on you. you that was pretty good. You started a slip into PK. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag desperate for any kind of attention. And then Rena pops back. Maybe it's a British thing, like that British humor kissy face. 
So they are our freaks. Battling it out in Brad, Brad Goretzky's comments. Instagram comments. I wonder if he's going to put out a statement about that or a tweet. I don't know. Uh, but our queen is Dorinda. Her behavior this week's episode was top-notch. This is what we want to see from our housewives. Yes. I mean, bringing it, but also apologizing the next day. Yeah, and like, she was able, she didn't get to, like, martini time Dorinda, where she's not able to be talked down. Like, Carol was able to talk her down in the moment a Mm, little bit. Yeah, yeah. But she still went at it. She didn't listen to no man who tried to tell her this is not how dinner parties (laughs) should be. Yeah. And we saw not well bitch come to fruition (laughs) i know we thought we would have to wait so long and here we are episode four i know so the trailer's basically done (laughs) so we have to see what else they're gonna bring us i was impressed by tinsley this episode yeah good episode beautiful episode beautiful episode um tell us what you think because i feel like some people are worried about New York. I've heard a little bit of rumblings on Twitter.com. People don't think it's going to perform as well as it has the past two seasons. Get out of here. Okay, but I want to hear what you have to say. Dan doesn't have to listen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think that's it for this week. Okay, so please, if you're not already subscribed to us, subscribe um, on iTunes, uh, Google Play. Please leave a review. We got a couple nice ones. Over the past week, thank you for leaving those. We really appreciate it. Yeah, they were actually very nice. Um, You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook and on Instagram. Um, We try to keep you up throughout the week. Um, Leave your comments there as well. Um, You can also call us at 717-47-FREAK. Yeah. That's 717-47-FREAK. We don't play everything, but um, if you keep it concise into one subject matter that... uh, we want to hear about then we may play it on the show yeah uh where can we find you online brendan at not brendan and you can find me at idk idk uh so like comment subscribe hard share retweet love us love us please retweet see you next week with an irish superstar oh my god i'm scared bye Bye. Come through, Queen. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.